this is how I heard the story. Hello, and welcome to Pretty Little Liars podcast, Bros Watch PLL2. I am Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And today we're talking about S2E13 of Pretty Little Liars, The First Secret. Yes. This is the Halloween episode, the first Halloween episode of PLL. It is a, uh, a flashback episode. It's essentially like a prequel episode. I was just... I am... Sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm so excited to talk about this episode that my dick is hard. Okay, man. Yeah, I was just talking to our only listener about this episode and how, as far as I can remember, this might be the best example of like a prequel episode of any TV show I can think of. The only thing he offered in uh, in argument was the Richard Alpair episode of Lost, which, while that was good, I think this episode is like bigger to the show than that one was. It it's like they're blowing out like the whole world building in this episode you get all this backstory uh characters become deeper and richer you know great episode yeah well it doesn't it doesn't change things like drastically doesn't it it forces you to look at the characters in a new light in a good way Mm -hmm. uh, in a way that's enriching it it remember that episode of friends where it was like once upon a time all the characters were all going to hook up with a different person than they were slated to yeah it's, it's better than that yeah, it's way better than that. But I mean, that was, but like, in doing so, all the friends seemed like slightly out of character in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's very true. It's very much like you could have told people this was, this was the original pilot or something like that, you know? Well, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, but it just, it could be a pilot, but it works so much better to come in at this part in the show. Um, cause we've gotten all these hints as to who Allison is from other characters' perspective, but now we actually get to see her. And it's wonderful. Well, the, yeah, the episode actually follows her. Mm-hmm. It's her it's episode. Not, yeah. It's and not we, just memories or skewed or anything like that. It's her episode. We're not going to break this up into characters because uh, that would be pretty much impossible given how it works. I mean, if we tried to do like an Alice in Section 2, I just I don't think it would work well. So, it would be the whole episode, pretty yeah. much. We're just going to do mean, this chronologically. It pretty much stays her episode to the very end. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So it starts off with... This is how I heard the story. And then Allison basically tells a campfire story, but to Hannah and the little boy that she's babysitting. The Hannah's babysitting, yeah. This is, uh, well, we'll get to the date. We might as well say it now. This is 2008, so this is about two years before the show begins, a year before Allie goes missing. Yeah, it more, starts more or less. October, October 28th, 2008. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you know, in Rosewood, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So Allie's, Allie's telling her scary story to this little kid that Hannah's babysitting about how there are these like two little girls who love to play with their toys, but and twins, um, blonde twins, blonde twins. But one of the twins didn't like it when the other twin would play with their toys, and so eventually that twin just goes and gets a knife and like stabs the fuck out of uh, the other twin in the heart. I want to point out these uh, twins are really bad actors. Um, also the parents of the twins, like the parents come in and see what happened and, and the, the one twin just smiling as the other one bleeds out on the ground. Those parents are also really bad actors. And they make it just like gas face for two seconds. Well, it, it stands out because Sasha Pieter, she's so good as Allison. <laughs> like she's really like, I think she's by now really come into the role. Like she's so good at switching between like nice to bitchy to vulnerable to like madness, you know? Mm. And she's obviously very much enjoying telling the scary story to the kid. 
Well, they, they pause the story about, about the point where the, the little girl grabs the knife. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that we're in Hannah's kitchen and they're carving pumpkins. And the little boy is scared speechless. Mm-hmm. And Hannah's just like, Allison, you gotta stop telling the story. He's freaking out. And Allison, using her, her powers of persuasion, even the small child, it's like, no, he loves this. Look at him. You know, the kid looks terrified. Yeah. And Hannah's like, well, you've been warned. So the story continues where the little girl stabs her twin sister in the heart. The parents come home, find out, freak out. Send her off to the home for the criminally insane, but she didn't get out till yesterday. <laughs> By now, you know this this little kid who's here in the story. He's gonna go to bed tonight and get his weirdest first boner ever. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the horror boner. Mm-hmm. Horror boners are awesome. Um, but yeah, now this little girl who's just gotten out yesterday, she's going around town today, stabbing all the kids who dare to go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. And then Allison picks up a big ass kitchen knife and plunges it into a pumpkin, a jack o' lantern that's in front of them. Yes. Like with violence. You know? uh-huh. I'm with malice. Serious malice. Yeah. Uh, and then you get some, like, the special Halloween credits for I love the episode. It. I love the Halloween credits. There's, uh, it's, it's the usual intro, but like with like fake lightning strikes and, um, like the, all their lipstick is black. Like they, they the color get painted it. black. The blood drips down as Arya's doing her shush. And then it like, uh, it flashes to the, the title card with like ha- bloody handprints on a tile wall. It's great. They're obviously okay. having a ton of fun with the Halloween episode. Yeah. Which will become a tradition on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so we get our credit that this is Rosewood, Pennsylvania, October 28th, 2008, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and we start with the five girls. Now it's five of them because it's a prequel walking down the street. Arya's got her pink stripes back. Spencer pink, has got pink these, hair Arya exclamation point in my notes. Yeah. Spencer has got these big, sexy, nerdy glasses on. Yeah. How did I describe it in my notes here? Spencer is dressed like like geek preppy in the way that only like porno movies have costumes for geek preppy. Basically. That's that's do how I would describe her look. Do you remember how hot Mona was in the flashback on the pilot? Mm-hmm. Spencer kind of blows that away here. Um yeah, so, and then Hannah's got, like, the, uh, like, this kind of, sort of, fat suit on. She's not trying too hard, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like Hannah's supposed to be gigantic or anything, you know? Yeah, she's, she's got, it's like, she's a got little a little bit, bit more of a waist. waist. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Allison is talking to Emily, she says, well, what do you think, Em? Should Hannah be cute Brittany or bald Brittany? I like how they have to run it by Allison. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything is run by Allison, we discover. Well, you, um, you discover in this episode that Allison is a major sociopath in the most awesome way possible. Mm-hmm. Sociopath you couldn't help being friends with. Well, uh, and these girls are really only on the verge. I don't know how long they've known Allison, but they're really only on the verge of noticing. Because she's obviously a high-functioning sociopath. Yeah, very high-functioning. Um, Spencer, we find out, is trying to uh, win the class president. She's an election no, class president. Not class president. The debate team captain. Weirdly I think later me. on we find out that she's actually running for class president. No, it's not. I, so I, was conf- I was confused at first, too. What she's saying in this scene, I realized later, is that she's picked up a bunch of votes from the debate team. Okay. Yeah, okay, I was really confused it. at first, too, because I was just like, seriously? But no, she's actually running for class. Well, at the end of the episode, spoiler, mm-hmm. Spencer wins class president. But, um, so... <laughs> she's she's like on her, like, Blackberry campaigning for votes. <laughs> yeah, she has to then explain to Hannah what procure and obtain mean <laughs> as far as votes going. Allison's like, we don't need you to recite the whole dictionary. 
uh, and they decide that, uh, the, collectively they decide that, uh, uh, Hannah can go ahead and be cute, Brittany, because as Arya points out, it's not like she's going to shave her head. Well, they, the dynamic here is interesting. Obviously, Emily's the one who's in love with Allie. Mm-hmm. Hannah wants to be Allie. Spencer is perhaps the biggest threat, maybe, to Allie. Yeah. Um, she's, she has the, the most will second willpower second to Allie, I would say. When Arya is kind of Arya is like Allie. Alice. Yeah, yeah, she's li- like her. Which is Arya is simpatico funny. with Allie. Yeah. That's that's where she fits in. She's kind of a wild card. But then you you begin to realize that Arya and Allison have a ton in common, actually. Arya's yeah. just the nicer version of Allison. Yes. Well and we'll see the end of that. But uh mm-hmm. so Emily's talking about how, how her boyfriend Ben remember that guy? Remember that? Remember guy? Ben? He's back, except he will not be played by the same actor in this episode. No. Ben wants Emily to go as a sexy cop, but she's thinking of going as a sexy Indian girl, which she really means Native American. I think she means Pocahontas, really. She means sexy, sexy Pocahontas, yeah, yeah, but she says Indian girl. Oh, it should be um, pointed out, Allie makes some comment when Hannah is going to go as Britney Spears. She's like, you better, like, you know, cram yourself into the tightest pants your fat ass will fit into, or something like that, where it's like, just in case you forgot, Hannah, this is where you rank. Yeah, you're fat. Mm-hmm. You're really fat. Everyone knows. Um, then a convertible full of dudes rolls up as they're walking down the street. Including convertible. Noel Khan. Noel Khan. And uh, Allison has a great line. She says, all that testosterone and not a sheep in sight. Yeah. Uh, which Noel Khan admires to her because he can, he gets her jokes. But he says, careful, uh, Allison. I get your jokes. But then you might meet a guy who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, which maybe what led to her her ultimate fate. Mm-hmm. Um, Nokon addresses Arya personally, which blows Arya's mind that he actually knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, to invite all the girls to his party that's coming up, that they should because they're all like, Allison's friends, the, so they're all invited. The awesome Nokon party. I like how uh, there's like cars honking behind him. <laughs> it's yeah. just like I just want to turn around and just be like Nokon stops traffic, bitches. <laughs> He then lets the girls know that come prepared to be scared. Because I like how he's the cool guy. That's how you do it, yeah. yeah. Well, and the that's girls awesome. are all like beside themselves, except for Allie, who's just like, be cool, bitches. Jesus, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. And O'Connor's riding a shotgun, too, I want to point out. O'Connor doesn't mm-hmm. drive himself. No. Um, yeah, it's Allison like is definitely. Valet to do that for him. Yeah. Allison's definitely a little embarrassed how excited the girls are about this. But then she relents to, to agree with them that it's not just a party. It's the party. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, they're walking past the, you know, the creepy old whatever house in town that we've seen for the first time. Yeah, which is on Mockingbird Lane. So the address is 313 Mockingbird Lane. Which I believe, I don't know about the 313, but that is the Munster's house, right? Yeah, it is 313. They say it later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's creepy old uh, haunted looking house right in the middle of suburbia there, of course. Uh, let's talk about Arya's outfit just for a second here. Please. I, it's, I don't even know how to describe the shirt other than to say it's ugly and pink, and I think there's a big heart on it. Arya's got... The, the main accoutrements here, she's got a skirt of some kind and, and I think boots, but she's got a... A big pink belt with that it's like spiky with studs and whatnot, and then she's got like the studded bracelets. I don't know how to describe. Um, it's like it's like hot topic goth. Yeah, but like all of her clothes pre Allison disappearance are 
ghastly. It's like somewhere in between when Allison died and and Arya came back to town, she stopped shopping at Hot Topic. Well, it's, uh, at times in the in the past, it's like Arya dressed like an anime hooker or something, mm-hmm. like a, like a non busty anime hooker. Um. Yeah, I have I have notes on one of her outfits later. Uh, it just still makes me laugh yeah. when I think about it. But uh, so they stop by this old decrepit house. Uh, Emily thinks that she sees somebody inside the house. Spencer says, you know, no big deal. Kids do this all the time around Halloween. They break in, blah, blah, blah. Arya gets a bad feeling whenever she looks at this house. Like Arya's really bad happened here once upon a time. Arya's creeped out. She's getting vibes. And uh, so they walk away, and then the door opens, but you don't see who it is. And then the, the like, camera like moves over to show that the car uh, from Radley Sanitarium is in front of the house. Which is very interesting, yeah. Nice little Halloween reference there. Well, yeah, the whole first five minutes here really feel like you're watching the beginning of Halloween, the original Halloween. Yeah, and very intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. So later on, Emily is back on her street. She walks up to Toby, who's in front of his house, who's like dealing with some kind of moving truck. And she says, are you, are you moving or something? And he says, well, his dad just got remarried and they are moving in. Mm-hmm. They meaning uh, Jenna's mom and Jenna thing. Jenna thing. Yeah. Uh, we found out that Toby's mom has been dead for just over a year now. Well, it's interesting that we see that Emily and Toby, maybe they weren't friends previously, but, like, they were, like, neighbors, so they probably had at least a passing acquaintance relationship, you know. They are clearly conversational, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Emily asks, what is this girl Jenna like? And Toby's only description of her is, she gets what she wants. <laughs> and what we, we know that what she wants is the D. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut to the costume, costume shop. shop. Where we get an interesting shot. Allison's shopping for her costume, but she's she's kind of looking around nervously. There's no one else around, but she's just looking around the store nervously. We get a, some interesting shots of Allie in this episode where it's like before her armor is up type of shots. She she's actually seems to be a very nervous girl. Well, the, the camera from behind kind of pushes in on her both what I would describe as menacingly and lovingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Nolkan shows up in a mask and like surprises her and spooks her, and she gets pissed. And there's really a vibe here that maybe these two are FWBs or something. Well, I was going to say, my, one of my notes is just that Allison clearly gets aroused by fear. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you kind of get the vibe that like, oh yeah, maybe her yeah. and Nolkan hooked up, or like maybe when they're younger they gave each other HJs or something. But like they're pretty comfortable with each other. She's got at least four pictures of his dick on her phone. And she, he can like, he fucks with her and she bosses him around, but it's, it's not in the same way that she does it with other people where like, when she talks to other people, there's a tone in her voice. It's like, you had better fucking obey me. Whereas with Noel Khan, it's, it's more friendly, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Allison well, has her first meeting with jenna before she with meets jenna. jenna we do just get one shot of there's this creepy kind of like burlap bag costume with I this have it weird puffy mask doll face burlap sack yeah it's like this weird puffy doll face burlap sack costume thing that you're gonna see that thing a lot you see it in the costume shop here there's someone in it it reminds me of like if you were to try to recreate like a teletubbies outfit with a burlap sack and you put a doll face on it it's mm-hmm. fucking weird yeah, Allison meet Jenna thing. Jenna thing, Jenna thing the new girl it, in town. She is dressed like the 40-year-old waitress at a truck stop. 
I mean, and, she looks trashy. As and her, fuck. her and Allison essentially have like a bitch off here. But she's not blind. No, she's not blind yet. Well, yeah, Allison is like. Well, first of all, can we just say Lady G? <laughs> yeah. So she's like, back off the Lady G costume, bitch. <laughs> Allison's planning on going as Lady Gaga, but then she sees that Jenna thing is also going to get that costume, and and Allison's like, oh, just so you know. Uh, you, you just said you're going to Nolcon's party too. So am I wearing that costume. So, you know, you'll want to change your costume. And, uh, it's interesting because you get the vibe that maybe these two could have been friends, except there's no way they could because they, they both it's, want too much power. It's like the first time that Joker met Lex Luthor is what this mm-hmm. seems like. And um, at the end, Allison. uh, Allison says, I'm Allison. And Jenna says, I know, I'm Jenna. <laughs> Ooh. You can just feel their vaginas red hot of anger. Um, yeah, so then Allison kind of walks through the uh, the costume shop, and she gets a text from somebody, an anonymous text that just says, I am watching you. No signature by A, it just says, I'm watching you. So and she does like a 360. Turns around looking, doesn't see anyone, and then suddenly that bag, like burlap doll costume is there staring at her. She's like, freak! And she's like, freak! Fresh! Runs away. Exactly. Uh, so later we get this weird shot of Allison's being filmed like through a video camera by Ian. She's asking if she's photogenic and she says, my grandmother was a swim model. Of course, she's old now and smells terrible. <laughs> yeah. This is her grandmother who lives in Georgia. Yeah. The one so, that uh, Peter Hastings had to go fix the will for, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's Ian. Creepy Ian, Ian. he's he's back. He's he's dating Melissa at this point, yeah. Definitely Uh, the best male villain the the show's ever had, I think. Yeah. So, uh, the only thing that was missing from this episode was that yearbook photo of Ian's. That or just him, like, drinking some milk. (laughs) Like, if Ian could walk around in a shirt that had his yearbook photo on it, (laughs) everyone would know what a villain he is. Yeah, so she eventually takes the camera from him and films him, because that's how she does it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's HD, so the image is perfect, right? Because obviously he want, he's the kind of asshole who buys a new video camera and wants to show oh, exactly. off the girl how great his fucking video camera is. It's HD. Yeah, it has like all the megabytes. She's like, the image, he's like, the image is perfect, right? And she's just like, I like what I see because I'm a villainous servant. <laughs> um, so then Melissa and Spencer come down the stairs. And this still fits into my theory that every time Spencer walks down the stairs <laughs> of her house, something terrible is happening. She doesn't realize this time. She's, I guess, showing Melissa her acceptance speech for the the, the election that Melissa helped her, her with. Yeah, yeah. Melissa's telling her how wonderful it is, how it's full of like heart. <laughs> Which just imagine, Melissa's praising the heart. Well, and Allison has some line about uh, how perfect Melissa is, and Melissa says, "No, Allison, that's what happens when you're a Hastings." Like, yeah. dead serious. You can yeah. tell immediately that Melissa does not like Allie. Also, it's, well, it's wonderful to see Melissa interact with Allie here. Yeah, well, this is, this is, uh, we're 10 minutes in the episode, and this is bitch fest number two yes. for Allison. <laughs> this is like this whole girl's whole day is having, like, like, James Bond versus Goldfinger, like, you know, villainous, uh, to talk? everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Melissa and Ian. Because they are that couple that you hate, mm-hmm. are going as Bonnie and Clyde for Halloween. Yeah, and Melissa does look good later as Bonnie. And uh, it, it looks like uh, like his yearbook photo, only in a Clyde outfit, yeah. a Clyde Barrow outfit. 
So it's pretty clear that Melissa kind of hates Allison. But it's also clear that Allison hates Spencer. And you see that Spencer is so happy to get Melissa's approval about her speech and winning the election. And you can see that, like, when uh, Ian and Melissa start making out, like, she just, Spencer thinks Spencer's, or I'm sorry, Spencer thinks Melissa is so cool. You know, yeah. you really see that. Like, she's, like, beaming. Like, she hasn't learned yet. And you can see that this annoys Allie. And we'll we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Uh, so then we're at Hollis. Hollis College. Arya is bringing Byron his briefcase because She's he's forgotten it. Running through the halls there and bumps into some dude like reading a book, leaning up against the wall, and doesn't really apologize as she walks by. That dude, Mister Fitz. Mister Fitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fate. It's fucking fate. It's like when Jacob went around like following everyone and and lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Arya gets into Byron's office. She sets it on his desk. She's starting to leave him a note, and then there's. She's interrupted by this blonde girl, Meredith, who's just laying on the couch reading a book, who's just like nonchalantly like, he's in a meeting. Also, I'm pretty sure this is like Ezra's office, too. I think it's the same set. Yeah, yeah. I think all the yeah. all professors get this this, outfit, this office. Uh, but, but this Meredith chick, she's just like lying down, lounging on the couch, reading a book. And she's just like, oh, hey, yeah, you should come in here and read. It's quiet. And Ari's like, oh, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Well, no, no, Meredith is laying there like she fucking owns the office. Yeah, you know, yeah. She, she's very, she's very cold if he's in a meeting. So Arya's just like, well, whatever. So I'm going to continue writing this note. So Byron comes in. And he's like, oh, hey, honey, like, blah, blah, blah I forgot that. You want to get some coffee? And he looks over and sees Meredith, and he's just like, oh, Meredith, mm-hmm. gotta play it cool now. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> one of my students who always comes in and reads here. Mm. Yeah, students crash here all the time, and so yeah, then Meredith. It's like there's a change in her now that she realizes this is, oh, this is Byron's daughter. Mm. Arya's like, in case you didn't know, I'm his fucking daughter, bitch. Yeah. So Meredith you know, takes off. Uh, and so Arya's just like, Haha, WTF. And who, who the fuck was that? Yeah. And Byron's just like, oh, yeah, students crash all the time. And Arya's just like, because you're cool. LOL. <laughs> and Byron's like, yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm down with that. And Arya's like, oh my god, never say that again or I'll murder you. And you kind of wish that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, later we have we have Hannah. She's in bed uh, at night watching a horror movie. Watching you scary know? movies. I gotta say, Ashley Benson does a great, like, scared movie watcher face. Like, she yeah. really sells the, uh, the like, scared, hiding uh, under the covers behind the blankets type of thing. Like, she also- nails it. Not enough actors are really good of props. So there's some mm-hmm. really great popcorn acting here, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the phone rings in the movie, and then the phone ri- her phone rings, and she freaks out. Picks it up, no one on the line. And then, like, lightning flashes, and all the lights dim, and they come back on. And then the phone rings again. Picks it up again. No one answering, no one answering. Oh, hey, it's Allison. And all Allison says is, like, were you at the coffee shop earlier? Costume, or, shop. Uh, costume shop earlier? And Hannah's like, no. And Allison's like, really? You know, like, okay, thanks, click. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's a, like, a, the doorbell rings. Hannah's a little freaked out because it's, you know, it's the middle of the night and she's been watching scary movies. So she goes downstairs. She sees what first looks like a police officer through the window. She opens the door and there's Ashley with Officer Wilden. Oh, shit. Officer Darren Wilden. In uniform. 
in uniform, patrol uniform. He's, he's yeah. not a detective yet. He's brought Ashley home because Ashley uh, got a little too drunk to drive herself and, and recruited, at the grill. Yeah. recruited the local cop to give her a ride home. And he's trying to invite himself in. And basically. she's like, thanks for the ride, shutting the door. Yeah. So it seems like uh, the dad like probably just left within the last year or so here. Like fairly uh, recent. Yeah. Well, because Ashley wants to apologize to Hannah for the mess that they're in with the dad leaving. Mm-hmm. And Hannah starts to go off, and it's not your fault. He's the um, son of a bitch or whatever. And Ashley's just like, cool, that rhetoric. Um, Ash- then uh, Ashley... I want to say Laura Layton does a great, like, drunk, like, kind of smoky voice. Like, her, her voice is great in this scene. Like, it really sounds like somebody who's been out, like, drinking and smoking all night. She's just like, stop. Don't talk about your dad like that. Laura Lane does a great everything. Yeah. Um, then Ashley starts to fall asleep on the couch because she's a great big old drunky poo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like Hannah, that they have the routine of Hannah like taking the shoes off, putting the blanket on. Yeah, yeah. Now Hannah's like uh, trying to comfort her mom with telling her how ugly her dad's new lady is. And, and that's she how she—that's the bedtime story. <laughs> she reads her as as like Ashley falls asleep there on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next day. Get a quick shot of Spencer campaigning. Uh, I gotta say, her campaign photo is like terra bad. Um, it's yeah. so awful. It's like this low angle of her kind of like sticking her nose out. Like it's awful. It, like she looks so stuck up and snobby in it. And her vote for Spencer buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's wearing a vote for Spencer button herself with that picture on it. Yeah, and like in front of like American flag or something like that. I mean. Yeah, like I said, she looks so geek preppy that like you'd only see somebody dress like that in a porn movie. And thus, all my fan fiction begins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Hannah walks over, you know, pan over there to Hannah walking over to the lunch table where Emily and Aria are already sitting, and Hannah tells Emily, you know, Ben is telling all his guy friends over there that you two had sex last weekend, and Aria is immediately fired up. Let's Aria's go over like, right now. Well, let's go over and down. split some fucking heads. Yeah, she wants to shut this thing down. And Emily's just like, be cool, bitch, be cool. Because you get the impression maybe it's true. Well, they're like, is it true? And Emily's like, eh, smile, you know. Not really saying anything. Then Allison shows up. And then nerdy Mona shows up. Nerdy fucking Mona. Looking wonderful. And she's like, yeah. hey guys, like wanting to sit there. And Allie's just like, Allie's so fucking mean to her. She's like, if you ignore it, it will go away. Yeah. And they all just like stare ahead. And so Mona, poor sad Mona, has to wander over to like the nerd table and sit with Lucas. What I love about all of Allison's cutting remark is that at first everyone, it's not so much as it just that they're hurt by them. Mm-hmm. Is that they're, they're at the pause for a minute to be like, did this person actually just say it's yeah. an incredibly terrible thing to me. <laughs> They're so terrible that they have to stop and like, like, did I just hear process. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. the process, yeah. Um, we got Lucas. I really like that they brought in, like, they got Ian here, they got Lucas, they've got Mona, they got Wilden, like, they brought in all their supporting players for this episode. Lucas is, like, staring at his tuna sandwich, like, there's, like, fucking treasure inside of it. Yeah, because he's, he's obviously making a big deal about how his life is hard because he had to bring a sack lunch. Which Goddamn like tuna fish sandwich, yeah. Lucas, you know you didn't make that yourself. Quit complaining. Yeah, yeah. You're really gonna go home and give your mom shit about this, mm-hmm. dick. Um so then Hannah says, Oh, I can't believe Emily lost her V before there any of us. Which is yeah, funny coming from Hannah. She's jealous. 
And then so Emily's just like, ouch, you know, whatever. And Hannah's just like, well, I didn't mean anything by it. I just that, figured you were a prude. That's funny because that, that happens in real life as well later on. Uh, and yep. Allison says, shy on the streets, sexy in the sheets. I knew there was something different about you. With the, a kind of knowing look there. And Emily's just kind of like, eh, smile. <laughs> yeah, well, Emily's like kind of like nervous smile, kind of like gush. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get that scene from the pilot with Allison and Arya are running away from Mona. And to be and honest, see, I can't tell if this is reshot or not, or if it, if it's the original I scene or they redid it. this is it. the original scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what I, I love about this scene, when they're ditching Mona... They at that as they decide to run away, they also decide to switch froyo cups in their hands. They're like, "Here, switch." And they're just like, which to me that's a, a signifier that Arya really is so much like Allie, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so then they see Byron making out with Meredith in the back of a car. Uh, so let me cut to a scene of Allison at Allison's house. When we were actually in her house in her life. Before we get in there, we get a shot of the exterior of the Delorentis house with their jack o' lanterns and whatnot. And it's through a mask. There's like kind of an outline of, uh, kind of like binoculars, but not quite. But it's very much like this is a POV shot of somebody looking through yeah. a mask at the house. I, I have written down in my notes killer POV from horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inside, yeah. Allison is on her bed reading. Uh, behind her, on her wall, there's a... Well, she's she's writing in, like, her diary. Yeah. There's a, a photo frame on the wall behind her that holds three pictures. The center picture is Jason DeLaurentis. The picture on the left is Allison, and the picture on the right is also Allison, but from a different angle. It's very, very interesting. There's there's a, a theme of twins in this episode, so maybe that means something, maybe it doesn't. Twinners and doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Jason comes in. Their banter is very strange. Uh, Jason wants 20 bucks from her. Well, first he, she's mad that he didn't knock and he says, you want, you want to keep me out, put a lock on it. Which, when we then think back to that time Allison had to come over because it was like suggested that like some, some guy over there was trying to abuse her, like one of Jason's yeah. friends or something, all the more creepy. Yeah. Um, so she she basically makes a comment about you know what him and his friends get up to in his room you know behind closed doors. He wants twenty bucks for beer tonight, um, and says he'll tell her what he and his friends do if he, she gives him the twenty bucks. So she her does. Line, which he, her line is twenty bucks for a secret? You are so cheap. <laughs> so he says he's making a movie, which NAT Club interesting. Yeah, what and kind of movie? If I if I told you, I'd have to kill you. And so he gives Allison a package that came in the mail and takes off. No, 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 no. It was on the porch. Oh, on the porch. Sorry. Yeah. It was addressed to her. Uh, takes off. Allison opens this package and there's an ugly burlap doll, like a voodoo doll, in it with a yeah. note on it that says, "It's my turn to torture you." There's a giant heart on that voodoo doll too. Mm-hmm. Um. So then she she goes over to the vent to her air duct. She unscrews it. Pulls out her like special box of secrets. Much like Lily Kane, she hides things in the vent. Yep. She takes the doll inside out of the box, takes it out, takes its head's off, head off, takes a locket out of the head, puts the torture note inside, puts the head back on, the doll back in the box, and then the box back in the air duct. This is where Allie hides her weird shit, one of the many weird places she hides her weird shit. Yeah, she's got this like a, the- a weird old doll that she hides weird secrets in. This is the box that Arya was given to Jason just a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
two years in the future. In STV 10, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get another one of the, the killer POVs from outside. Uh, and then we're at Hannah's house where Ashley is looking through the newspaper for jobs. Talking about like there's like a nurse job, like a, uh, a maid that, job. A housemaid job or nursemaid job for a dirty old man. And then she circles the ad for a uh, like branch manager at a bank. So, what I love is that is that the options for her are all basically like the same kind of like ridiculous options for like ladies' Halloween costumes too, mm-hmm. up until branch manager. Well, I don't know. You see a lot of girls dressed like sexy branch managers of a bank. Yeah. Um. There's someone at the door. It's that cop again. Wilden. He's showing up looking for a little action, and I I love the. The way, like, Laura Layton has a great way she interacts with Ashley Benson, where she's like, wait in the kitchen to Hannah. Where it's like, there's so much implied, like, adult matters, like, sexy matters beyond uh, Hannah's ken are about to happen here. And so she has to wait in the kitchen. What's funny is that we're 13 episodes in the second season of the show, and by now, you would think that the show would have told us that Ashley has a gun. Just for these kind of matters. I think we can assume that she does. So well, I don't. I don't think this is the first potential like uh, spurned suitor who's come to Ashley's door. You know what I mean? Who's darkened yeah. her doorway? Well, and Wilton's like, oh, I'm just stopping by to see how you're doing. I'm sure it's not easy to adjust to living without a man in the house. And Ashley's just like, yeah, I don't know what kind of impression you got, but uh, that doormat is not open. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, he's bringing them their mail because he's in the neighborhood. Yeah. He's fucking creepy. But again, this is a common trope that we don't even talk about very much. Anyone who brings you your mail who's not a mailman is a fucking creep. Exactly. Because that's what your mailman well, is. Then Wilden well, then Wilden has to, like, a creep after Wilden, like, gets the stop sign, he's like, well, be careful out there. And Ash is like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And he's just like, oh, just people are unpredictable. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks away in a way to me that says he's walking across her, like, rose bushes or something like that. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Just, he had to get a little weird and threatening as he leaves. He's clearly not like walking down the path to the sidewalk. Like he's like walking like sideways. Like he's like mm-hmm. walking to the neighbor's house, like cutting across the yard. I don't know. I just thought it was an extra like touch. Yeah. Um. So Hannah was like, well, "What was that?" And then she's like, "That was a horny cop." But I think he gets it, and I'm sure we won't see him again. LOL. Yeah. She might as well have winked at the camera right then. Mm-hmm. So she has to fuck her way. I, I like the idea of like. Will the uh, the officer rather before the detective, and he's still a fucking skis then too. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, uh, had his eye on the Ashley Marin for some time. So you see later on, like this was his chance to get some some action with well, the uh, the hot redhead of Rosewood. You go back to the pilot, and there's that scene where after Hannah's been caught for the shoplifting, and she's like sitting in the waiting room or whatever, and you see over her shoulder that Wilden and, and Ashley are in Wilden's office. And Wilden gets up and shuts the door, which my photographic memory of that scene is shocking as I'm replaying it mm-hmm. for you. But, like, you really wonder, like, what was that conversation like now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, at the time, it was just like he was obviously, like, like soliciting her. But for now, it's just, like, it seems even creepier because he obviously had been hoping. Well, you know he had to play an angle of, like, why don't we talk about this over dinner? And by over dinner, I mean while you're writing my penis. Um, mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, we're at Spencer's place. Spencer is using her sewing machine when Allison shows up. Working on her costume. Such an industrious girl. Yeah. Uh, Allison shows up, and Spencer's just like, well, I thought you were hanging out with Arya. (laughs) Well, she's like, oh, Arya didn't feel well after we got yogurt. Which, 
I always feel like the kind of person Allison is, is she'll probably, she probably called up Spencer earlier and said, Spencer, what are you doing? And Spencer's like, oh, I'm free. And Allison's like, well, I'm hanging off Aria. Click. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of thing Allison would do. Well, I mean, Allie's just like, so something happened. And at first you're wondering, like, is she going to bring up the Aria thing? Is she going to talk about the weird threat she got? But then no, she, she basically kind of hints that she heard from her sources that Spencer might lose this uh, election. Yeah. And Spencer's freaking out. She's like, you know, saying I have to win. Like my parents already like booked a room to celebrate with all their friends. Like like I have to win. Like she's freaking out. Um and Allie like Allie's really annoyed because Spencer's like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, Melissa won this, I have to do this. And Allie's just like, Look, like your Spencer your sister's not the perfect sister, it's just an act. It's all an act. Uh and she really wants Spencer to stop idolizing Melissa. You can see it it burns her to see that happen. Like she wants Spencer to be more independent. The, the weird thing about Allie is that she's she's so horrible to her friends, but with weirdly good intentions. She basically says to Spencer, "Melissa is winning at the game of life, and you're not." Mm-hmm. But so she then says, "You know, Spencer really wants it. Allison can make it happen." To which Spencer says, "I don't want it, Allie. I need it." Yeah, she's like crying almost. Yeah. Which uh, just imagine for a second. What if Allison has no sources at all? What if she's just fucking with Spencer right now and about to take well, credit for something she has no influence over? It's so goddamn ambiguous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a perfect Allison maneuver. So later that night, Arya comes home. And her douche of a father is looking at baby photos because that's what you do after you cheat on someone and get caught is you go look at the baby photos. Well, the other thing, too, is where's Arya been? Well, she's off PNA. Exactly. She's off of her associate personality because she obviously doesn't have Ezra. She doesn't have any other boyfriend. Mm. She's not with Allison or Spencer. She's probably she's, not with she's Hannah. She's off spying on Allison, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny because it's like late at night and she's coming home now. Um, well, Byron, Byron's all like fucking misty-eyed like he's a victim here. Byron is such a manipulative like skis in this episode or in this scene especially uh ella and mike are at the movies and byron's been calling aria all afternoon she hasn't been answering it's like i'm calling you all afternoon you didn't answer it's like oh i'm sorry you're the victim here or i am you know you're the fucking cheater dick well it gets even juicier so byron basically then says you know what you saw was the end of something and not the beginning as if that makes it better he's meredith's like leaving town or whatever yeah, he's trying to schmooze her into keeping her mouth shut. And Arya's like, you're asking me to lie for you. Which, hello, we well, have and, a show here. Oh, well, and he's like, well, you know, it's ending anyway. Like, this would just hurt your mom for no reason if you told her. And then he basically begins to, to, to weave a web of his story about how, really, you'd be protecting your mom by not yes, telling her. Yes, he's a scumbucket. But this is how things happen in the Montgomery family. This is the mm-hmm. logic that's used. It's your fault if you tell. You yeah. were complicit. If you tell, you're this just going to hurt your line. mom's feelings. If you tell, this is the same line that Mike used in Aria earlier this season. <laughs> and it, I have a feel, I have a pressure that this is probably like that, like Mike and Aria probably used their parents using the same line in each other growing up or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I well, think this is not the first time this logic's been used. There's lots of waterworks here from Aria and from Byron as she's realizing what a piece of shit her father is. She doesn't, she doesn't think she can ever forgive him. And he's just like, well, that's cool. So, I respect uh, your decision. Yeah. You know, the right move here, Byron, you go talk to Ella right now. Yeah. That's the only move. 
Yeah, he's he's basically like, all right, I'll respect you. Whatever decision you make, I just hope you don't make the one that breaks your mother's heart. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know where Arya gets some of her tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes off in the hallway and cries. So the next day, Alice and Emily are, are walking, and so, she knows a doctor. Of course she does. Allie does. Emily on the pill without her mom finding out. And Allie's, Allie's like, like yeah. I know a guy who can get you on the pill. Yeah, and he's like, that might be a premature move. And Allison says, Gino is a cute movie, but I wouldn't want to live it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they talk about how Ben's been bragging about how he got the VIP tour to Neverland. But Emily says that all they did was basically make out. And we, we're getting more uh, shots through a mask here, so people are watching them as they do this. Mm-hmm. And Emily, she admits that she, she didn't sleep with Ben. She just made out with him, but she's letting him brag about it because uh, she likes to let people walk all over her. Um, well, and eventually they're going to do it, so why not just put the buzz out there now? Mm-hmm. But she wants this to be a secret between her and Allie, and Allie's just like, oh, of course. <laughs> I eat those for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, so then later at school, the, there's the four girls, minus Aria. They're by the lockers. Allison tells Spencer to calm down. That she took care of her, her situation with She's the like, election. I took care of it. And I like how the other girls are like, what? And, and Spencer like kind of looks you know, panicked, and Allie's just like smirks. Yeah. Then Arya shows up. I don't have any notes about the majority of her outfit, but she's basically wearing the kind of hat that a bellhop would wear at a fancy <laughs> hotel. I mean, that's seriously what she has on her head. Oh, and uh, there's some line about, like, Spencer's hands are shaking because she's nervous, and uh, she's drinking too much coffee, and Arya says, are you kidding? Spencer bleeds caffeine. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Allie's just like, oh, are you okay, Arya? And they're that's like, and everyone's like, oh, what, what's wrong? And Arya's just, like, glaring, like, shut the fuck up, Allie, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then Lucas shows up and spills his soda on Allison. It spills, like, a Sprite on her. And he, he tries to, like, do the thing where he's going to clean it off, and she's just like, don't fucking touch me. And we... Is this perhaps the, the genesis of the Hermie name? Because well, she's... Well, first, he says, you know, it was just an accident, you know, because she's being a little too ridiculous about it. Yeah. And she's like, is that what the doctors told your mom and dad at the hospital? She's like, do you still have both? Uh, and so he's just, like, getting destroyed by Allison here. Uh, Mona's in the background watching because she's, like, on Team Nerd with Lucas here. Yeah. And uh, as as they walk away, Allie's talking about, like, Hannah's like, two what? And or both what and Allie's like both parts he's a hermaphrodite you know um, and then Lucas is all pissed he's just like he's like looking at Mona and he's like one day she'll get what's coming to her Mona just kind of nods like nervously mm-hmm. um, I feel like Mona's just l- thinking to herself like it's a bad thing if I like am near this other loser for too long you know yeah yeah he's, <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna he's, he's gonna pull me down with him yeah, because, yeah, the two nerds is an even bigger thing to avoid, to ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the five girls are walking away, we get the loudspeaker announcement uh, that Spencer has won, and she's now the class president. Yeah. Everyone kind of claps and cheers. Arya, Arya hugs Spencer, and then Allie gives a great wink at Spencer. You know, she's just like, yeah. uh, just a smirking, smiling wink. This is a good move for anybody running for any kind of office. Just to just to tell people you took care of it, and when they win, just wink at them. Mm-hmm. They'll be in your debt forever, even though you did shit. Um, so, yeah, it's Halloween night. There's some kids that are out trick-or-treating. Uh, the girls are at Spencer's place. She's, They're all getting she, dressed. 
They're in her room. They're getting the Halloween costumes on. Arya shows up. She's not really in the mood for the party yet. For the party, not you know, in costume. Gives her shit. Yeah. Spencer at the start, because we don't know what her, her costume is going to be at the start. She's just wearing like this like, kind of like sexy corset thing. Mm-hmm. Like a like an under corset. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, what's this costume going to be? Because it's hot. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she's going to put on like twelve more layers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's how they did it back then. So Arya, you can tell she wants to bail on the party. She's not feeling it, obviously, because her she just discovered that her dad is just a massive human-sized piece of shit. Uh, yeah. And you can tell this pisses Allie off, and so she starts kind of pushing Arya's buttons. You know, nobody likes a downer, Arya, and that's all you've been since you found your dad kissing that tart. <laughs> so the yeah, that that's coming. But meanwhile, the Spencer's, as she's still getting dressed, I mean, she's not exactly in her underwear, but you could call this, like, old people, old old school underwear, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she notices that weird uh, burlap doll person out in the yard, and she freaks out, you know? She's like, oh, my God, there's a person watching them. Um, so they all rush over, and, and the, the doll person runs away. Runs away. But by no, the no, time... The doll person, what makes it creepier, this doll person stands completely still, Mm-hmm. Waits till it's like they're almost. He's like he or she is almost sure that they're all watching him, and, and then walks away. Well, then he just kind of turns and like proceeds to slowly walk away. But by the time Ali oh, was like, Ali didn't come over right away. So by the time she gets to the window in her Lady Gaga costume, she looks down, and doesn't see it. So the liar saw it, but not Ali. And Ali, you get that like rare moment of uh, like the real Ali, the concerned Ali, you know, because. Somebody is like fucking with Allie in this episode, sending her messages and threatening, you know, letters and whatnot. And so she is legitimately concerned about who's watching her while all the other girls are kind of just like being, you know, flighty. Her Lady Gaga costume, I guess if you were to tell me, yeah, this is Lady Gaga costume, you know, early Lady Gaga, I'd believe you. It really like a, looks like, uh, like a, like, like, like she could be dressed up like some kind of like anime girl too. Well, it's like a blonde wig with bangs, um, some sort like of leather like jacket, studded yeah. leather jacket and glasses. I mean, yeah, sure, Lady Gaga, whatever, you know. Yeah. So the other girls leave to go downstairs too, because the doorbell rings. It's the pizza guy. The girls are all scared. Answer the door alone. So, uh, Spencer, Hannah, and Emily go downstairs to check the pizza. And this is where you get the nobody likes a downer, Arya. You're like an energy suck every time you walk into your room. Yeah, so Allison's very upset for for Arya with Arya because she let her dad talk her out of not telling her mom, and she's more upset for for not wanting to go tonight. And she says, "You've committed to this party, Arya." Well, and, and Arya's go, like, "No, Khan didn't even know your name." Arya's like, "Well, no one's gonna miss me," and Allie's like, "I will." And it wasn't easy scoring you an invite. A week ago, no Khan didn't know your name. Well, yeah. She's like, I will. And for a moment there, Arya's just like, well, that's sweet, Allison. And and Allison like, flicks that away. Like, no, this mm-hmm. isn't because I miss you, you bitch. <laughs> I had to do things. Well, and Allison's you, like, like it party. would be a shame if your mom found out about that thing with your dad. So you're coming to the party, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, she said it in such a way of like, I wonder if anyone else saw uh, besides us. Because what if your mom found out? And yeah. Arya's like, are you fucking shitting me? You're blackmailing me? And she's like, trick or treat, Arya. From one sociopath to another. I think you understand. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Kissy, kiss. Yeah. Then, oh shit, we're at Noel Khan's party. Noel Khan party. Giant Drag is playing at the Halloween party, which is just unbelievably awesome. When this Giant happened... Drag is an extra member for this, for this party, too. When this happened, when I was watching the show for the first time, I like paused it, and I was just like, holy shit, Giant Drag! Yeah. 
I really hope what? Peanut lost her shit completely when she saw that because she's a huge giant drag fan. What an obscure, bizarre choice, but awesome choice at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, giant Nocon, drag falling down the world. They're playing Nolcon's Halloween party. Yeah, Nolcon is dressed like a gynecologist. Well, so I got all the costumes here. Allie's yeah. Lady Gaga. Uh, like a, the the black coat version of Lady Gaga. Arya is a witch, which is kind of pale face, like fake sexy black witch. wig. Yeah, or hot witch, hot witch, not sexy witch. I mean, she's pretty buttoned up. Yeah, it's yeah. not. She's not slutting it up or anything. Uh, Hannah's uh, like the the Britney Spears, like hit me baby one more time, Catholic school Original. girl. OG yeah. Britney Spears, yeah. Emily is essentially Pocahontas, and Spencer S- is Mary Queen of Scots. And so they run into Nocon, who's just like I'm a gynecologist. LOL. You know, and he's wearing like scrubs. Yeah. Spencer starts describing like he no con like guesses all their costumes, you know, and he gets to Spencer and he's like, uh, and so Spencer <laughs> goes in this whole description of Mary Queen of Scots and how like a history lesson race yeah. to be queen, but it's like she was mad and like eventually executed. Like it's uh perfectly insane, just like Spencer. You know, Mary Queen of Scots is fucking nuts, and uh, so of course Spencer would love her. Well, as she's descri- as she's giving him the history lesson. Nocon just walks away. He looks like walks off. He then walks over. Uh, well, so no, first, first he walks away. We don't see where he walks away first. Lady Gaga's song starts coming on. Just dance. Mm-hmm. Allison commands her bitches to hit the dance floor, and then, oh shit, we see Jenna, the Jenna thing, and an even more frighteningly accurate Lady Gaga outfit talking to Noel. And the girls are like all a red leotard and. Uh... Like makeup and shades, much, much more. I mean, other than like a meat bikini, this is much more than what you would consider yeah. to be a Lady Gaga outfit. The girls are flabbergasted. Well, so you see that Jenna thing did not listen to Allie's uh, veiled threat slash advice at the Halloween store. Well, so as the girls are all staring over at this scene, and, and there's a lot of just like like the other four girls are just kind of like, oh my god, someone dares challenge the Lady Gaga costume, and Allison's just like, ooh, you bitch. Um, uh, one point we also see that dollface burlap sack person is hovering behind them as mm-hmm. they're staring at Jenna. Well, I like that uh, Jenna's Jenna's got the the Lady Gaga glasses on right now. It's it's a great callback to her glasses. Like this is before yeah. she's blind, but she's wearing the glasses. Yeah, Jenna is basically we discover in this episode the Moriarty to Allison's other Moriarty. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Mona shows up as Catwoman, which is great, and Allie doesn't recognize her. Well, uh, so first of all, they go inside. I just want to point out there's a ginormous fucking disco ball, and these girls are all terrible, terrible <laughs> dancers. But yeah, Mona goes up to Allison in a very nice, very sexy Catwoman. This is like it. almost Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. It's somewhere between is, there and like uh, OG like Catwoman. The, uh, the comic book Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like it's very accurate to that. And Mona's just like meow, and Allison's like, "Well, do I know you?" And Mona's like, "No, but you will." Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, it's funny you see how much more confident Mona is when she cannot be herself for a little bit, you know? And yeah. Then, that definitely builds with uh, Hannah when, like, her and Hannah reinvent themselves into, like, the, the queen bitches once Allie's gone. Yeah, yeah. So we get, like, Allie versus, Allie versus Jenna 2 here, you know? Yeah. The uh, second yeah. rumble. Uh, I love how Allie's just like, you look great. Maybe even better than me. <laughs> well, then she turns to the two guys who are, like, flocking Jenna, and she's just like, scram. Mm-hmm. Well, Jenna's like, she recognizes Allie's power here. And Allie's essentially, like, offering her, like, entree into the popular group. Yeah, she's offering her a spot on the team. Because I think that's really the only way that Allie can control her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we'll look at she look at what she's doing with the girls. That she yeah, has. and just like that's okay. I appreciate it, but I prefer to pick my own friends. She has to die. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allie's just like, oh shit! I need to kill this bitch. She is a threat. Yeah, so, so she's like a Jenna thing is like a a bastard of King Robert and Ali is Cersei. Nice, well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so yeah, Jenna saunders off. She meets Mona. Mona says, "Well, you're definitely the best Gaga." And Jenna says, "Well, don't tell Allison that." And then Mona says, "She doesn't scare me." <laughs> you just see how much confidence Mona gets once she can get inside her Catwoman costume because she she looks great. You know, it's she's not nerdy Mona for once. If for the rest of the show, Mona could just bounce it back and forth between like her nerd outfit and her Catwoman costume, I'd be in heaven. Um, yeah, so Allison then goes outside some, for, for some fresh air. She runs into, well, Spencer joins her and they're talking about the new girl. Or Spencer asks her, what oh, can are you I, talking can I say about? this? Can I say this yes, line? Yes. Cause I love it. I saw you talking to that new girl, Spencer says. What were you talking to? What are you guys talking about? And Allison says, nothing. She's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love you, Allison. You know, if this were like on HBO, she just said she's a cunt. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that would have happened like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Allison uh, then hands Spencer some evidence to burn from the election rigging. Well, like, obviously, like, oh, here you go. And Spencer's like, oh, shit. And like, immediately throws him in a fire because that's yeah. what the Hastings do. They burn evidence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you know, Allison kind of teases her, like, I would have at least looked at it first. Um, she says, inside, you'd, you'd out, be surprised who your friends aren't. Yeah. Inside, the you see Hannah and Arya are dancing. Mm-hmm. Arya is doing the lamest dancing I've ever seen Well, in do my you life. remember, I can't remember if it was, I think it was a Homecoming episode where Arya and Spencer were pretending to dance. You remember that scene? <laughs> it's no, like rocking which... back and forth. We, we talked about it on the podcast. There's a scene where they're pretending to dance as they talk to each other about like stealing a coat or something like that. Uh, another hilarious like fake dancing scene between Arya and Spencer. Her dance move here, and she's got her hands up like she's doing the shadow puppet eagle or something. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know what the hell is going on, but it's, it's ghastly. Yeah, it's terrible. And, and meanwhile, there's another shot of somebody watching them through a mask. And so what, what's implied in this scene, not only has Allie convinced Spencer that Allie rigged the election for Spencer, and now, now Spencer has something to hold over, or now Allison has something to hold over Spencer, whether or not that's true. But then right. she's she's also suggested that like maybe one of the other liars didn't vote for Spencer or something. Yeah, yeah. Like massive manipulation, uh, just masterful without anything to back it up, other than like well, a a good con. Well, here's why she's smart though. It's not just the fact that she's she's bluffing her. She may not have anything. She may not have done mm-hmm. anything. It's that she's not full on blackmailing her like she blackmailed Arya. The, the the smart blackmailer first gets you to rely on them. Yeah. Like, they're your only best friend in the world. And that's where Spencer is right now. Well, she's, um, she's manipulated three of her friends so far into uh, positions of weakness against her. Yeah. Just in, uh, like, the last couple of days. Yeah, this episode takes place over four days. Um, so, Ari and Hannah... Then get lost looking for the keg. Well, before they get lost, uh, we get a nice shot of Annie Hardy there from Giant Drag, singing Everything's Worse. I can't um, can't stress how awesome it is that they got Giant Drag for this episode. Yeah, well, it's weird because there's a third person in the band. It's yeah, weird. spoiler alert, the next time there's a Halloween episode, they get fucking Adam Lambert. So, uh, yeah, not quite as good. I uh, saw the BuzzFeed article back 
well, I'll tell you about it later. Um, so there's a great line here where they're talking about like Hannah and Arya are like, why can't No Khan do blah 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 like a normal person? To which Arya says, he's not just a normal person. He's, he's No Khan. No Khan. And then the which, uh, if you're not drinking now, drink. Shot. All right, let me take a shot here. <laughs> so. uh and a werewolf attacks them. They have to walk through the woods because the drinks are out in the woods because it's an old con party. And then a, a werewolf attacks them. Like, it's just a prank. And the just, girls like the girls laugh like they're enjoying it. This is a fun, scary party. I feel like that is absolutely a reference to Caleb the Cyberwolf. Yeah. Well, I just want to point out that I absolutely adore the fact that uh, uh, 13 episodes in the second season of this show, in my notes, I have a sentence. And then a werewolf attacks Hannah and Arya. <laughs> So you get another shot of Jennifer dancing alone, and Emily is dancing with a guy who is not Ben, or at least not the original Just, Ben. But he's a he's yeah. a stand-in for Ben. Um, you can see the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. Jenna is he dancing no with herself like she's on ecstasy. <laughs> she's definitely tripping on Molly there. Um, I'm sorry, rolling Molly. And Emily's like checking her out. She's just because like, I mean Jenna's like wearing a pretty tight leotard and not much else, you know. And well, Allie yeah. notices that Emily's checking her out. Well, Jenna's given her the look back, the smile. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, Jenna and Emily are, are like five seconds away from like looking at each other or like, like triangling yeah. each and other. And Allie like kind of like grabs Emily away from not been there and mm-hmm. says, were you wishing you could chase her, taste her cherry chapstick? And yeah. Emily's like, what? You know, and Allison says, don't worry, Em, your secret's safe with me. Well, she doesn't even really, this is, this is the best part of this, this is the fact that they're trying to ignore the fact that they don't have Ben. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't even really pull her away from Ben. She comes up and whispers this pretty loudly in Emily's ear while she's dancing with her boyfriend. And we've already seen that like, Ben is all like testosterone and like, uh, like pre-rape vibes. Like, he's probably he's just like imagining a threesome right now, yeah. Yeah, like his dick is probably even harder if somehow possible. But yeah, we get some more like killer POV from Dollface Burlap Sack as they walk around the party. All the uh, liars meet out on the edge of the party. Emily's there first, and then Arya and Hannah, and eventually Spencer join. Emily is kind of like feeling a little down now because she just like you know Emily like she knows whether or not she wants to admit it. She knows she's gay at this point, and like Allie just kind of called her out on it. And it's both a a good thing for Emily because she's in love with Allie. But it's also like she doesn't know she doesn't know what this means, so she's kind of like just taking some time here. Right, right. All the girls come up to Emily, asking if if she's seen uh, Allison, except for Spencer, who walks up and says, "Okay, I used to think I was born in the wrong century before, but now that I've actually gone in the bathroom in this thing." <laughs> and they're then, like, "Yeah, never mind." Um, so <laughs> they all get texts, which I love. At the same time, it's uh. Yeah. It's the, the signifier of A, but it's not A. It's Allie. Mm-hmm. And Allie, the texture says, I'm in trouble. Come alone. 313 Mockingbird Lane. Yep. Meanwhile, that, that creepy Which is that doll. Creepy old house, yeah. Creepy uh, burlap doll person is like staring at them. Uh, 313 Mockingbird Lane. So they, uh, they go to this house because Allie's asking them to come to this creepy house. And I, I find it interesting that none of them really want to go in. Emily's no. the one who leads them in, because is, well, is she the bravest of the liars? I guess you'd have to say she is. In a certain extent, it's funny that she's the weakest link, but she's also the bravest. Well, but yeah. Spencer is the most, like, insanely headstrong, but I'm not yeah. sure if you can call that bravery. Like, Spencer can't not confront uh, uh, conflict, but yeah. Emily Emily's actually leading them into danger here. 
Emily is the one who would run to a burning house for her mm-hmm. friends. But uh, Spencer would only run to that burning house if she was challenged. But, um, yeah, so the other girls all kind of try to reason that this is probably a joke. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't go inside. And Emily's the one who's, who has the battle cry of, well, what if it's not a joke? And leads them in. So they go in. It's a weird haunted house type of vibe. Everything's, like, dusty and cobwebs. It's mostly Turn, empty. It's old furniture turned over. Yeah. They're calling out for Allison, no answer. Camera sneaks up behind them in that same kind of like menacingly, lovingly way that it snuck up behind Allison at the uh, costume shop. Well, you get a shot where like behind them, like walking past a doorway, like the the burlap bag doll person just like walks by. Uh, they don't notice or anything. You just like you know you're watching and you're creeped out watching it. Uh, find it interesting. Emily's leading. Spencer is taking up the rear. And Arya and Hannah are in the middle. It's it's like they're protecting the Arya slash Hannah dynamic there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is the common pose mm-hmm. of the promotional materials of this show. Exactly, yeah. Which I think is interesting. Um, That's on our, yeah. our cover art. Arya and Hannah in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Doll mask burlap sack is following them. Um, so the, this, at one point they, they hear the person walk past and Spencer's like, well, it's just the wind. Yeah. So they, they find a room where there's just like a suit hanging up that for a second looks like the shadow of a headless man, but then it's just yeah. a suit. And then in the next room, there's all these like creepy asshole dolls in like a, a crib. Yeah. 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 This show has like a, a surplus of really fucking creepy dolls that like only the Adams well, family would ever use, you know? You can just tell. And. This is a spoiler for the rest of the season of the show. Whenever they do a Halloween episode, you can tell there's a lot of creepy Halloween-esque shit that the writers of this show just want to ejaculate on the screen. Like they're just they're just finally like unleashed in this episode. Well, you just know they're having so much fun in this episode. Yeah. So they get to the room up ahead, down the hallway, where they can see the shadow of somebody walking like underneath the door frame, mm-hmm. or underneath the doorway. The door is locked. The door, and then eventually they call out, and the door opens. And it's Allison, and she says, "Well, did you see him? Is he still here?" Allison, she's very scared. She's hiding. Uh, lets him in and locks the door behind him. Says that she was brought there by someone in a knife, and that this guy like tried to put her in a closet. And she says, "I just freaked on him." <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what that means exactly, but Ellie just freaked on this guy and somehow like got away to hide in this, the master bedroom here. This guy who told her he kidnapped her at the party. And told her that he had brought her here to kill her. <laughs> so I'm bringing you here to kill you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she shit. on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Allison leaves them because there's a whole question about like they don't have like reception. They can't get a but, signal in the master bedroom, but Allie's like, I gotta, I gotta signal outside, so I'll go out there and call the cops. She has them lock the door behind her. Don't open this door for anyone but me. The girls lock themselves inside, and they're all watching. Later, they're all watching through like a crack in the door. But the keyhole or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. The moments later, they hear a scream outside. They can't get the door open. There's like, oh, we see the shot where there's like a wooden stick like shoved through the door handle. Somebody's, somebody's barred the door. Was it Allison or was it somebody else? Can, can I just say, how much in your life do you want to do that at some point? A just, like, bar door? A room and just like throw it through the door handles on the other side of the door? That in the, uh, the, like, move the couch in the bookshelf in front of the door? Oh, yeah. Well, you just start, like, piling furniture in front of the door? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. And then you look over and realize that the windows are still exposed? Well, you look over and, like, somebody's been bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, so this, through the keyhole, they see that Allison is being thrown around by somebody with a knife. And that somebody is Burlap Sack Dollface. They're fighting, uh, but uh, Allison... 
gets this away. Is hardcore fighting too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hardcore fighting. Allison gets away and, By, and runs like, off. Meeting this person like the groin. I just uh, freaked on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then this person, this this dirt burlap sacked doll face, gets up, peeks through the keyhole as if he's looking like right at the liars. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Um, so they all freak out and seemingly like sneak out the window and like yeah. you know like. It's up. It's upstairs, so they like have to crawl down like the vines or whatever to get down. Emily picks up a stick. It's stick with like nails in it. Like yeah, Emily's like charging in to, to rescue Allie here, and the rest yeah. of them follow her. Uh, so they all charge in, and Allie's just there in the rocking chair downstairs, just kind of being creepy. And uh, it turns like, out. Probably- Holding a bloody knife in her hand. Turns out it was all just a prank. And Allie's Well just... she she looks over at them. Like they're like they're like ah, ah, Allison, you're okay. And she's just like, look at you for. You're scared to death. I totally got you. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween. This she says the zombie was Noel Khan. Happy Halloween. It's uh, all Arya is just like not cool, bitch. Well then then just to show everyone what's up. She licks the blood off the knife and tells him it was ketchup. And, and then she then, says, want some, Hannah? Yeah, because she's not done sticking to him. And so she's well, just all the like, liars at this point are just like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Allison is just like, come on, you guys. It was funny. And Spencer's like, we're not laughing. When she says uh, all the liars have passed the test that she can count yeah. on them now. Now she knows that if something goes down, she can really count on them. Yeah. And they're like, fucking great. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You scared so the shit the out of us. You bitch. Yeah. They go back to the party and it, like the vibe has changed. It's all older kids now. Ian and Melissa are there. No Khan's older brother, Eric Khan, is there. Um, it's like a it's a weird vibe. Well, and, and they can tell they don't really friends. they don't really fit in anymore. Like the old crowd showed up, there's drinking going on. Uh, also, there's a tons of people are in those uh, burlap doll costumes. Yeah. So it's it's, it's not like they know who who was. It's like a, like five or six people are wearing these costumes. Well, wait, she said it was Noel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Allison goes up to Ian. Uh, we see that Wilden is over there talking to Chenna. Well, Allison tries to go talk to Ian in his uh, like douchey Clyde outfit, but then Melissa just basically like grabs him by the collar and starts like making out with him. And Allison's kind of just less standing there, you know, uh, like, huh. <laughs> like, I can't uh, compete with that, apparently. Uh, what's really funny is that one of the doll-faced burlap sacks kind of bumps into Allison and calls her a bitch. Bitch. And, and runs yeah, and away. Then, yeah, and then another one, who's Noel with no mask on, comes over to her, and he's just like, well, sorry, before, I couldn't make it earlier. Before the Noel Kong comes over, he the, the, the one who bumps into her and says, bitch, and then runs off, we kind of follow that one as it like turns a corner and's out of sight, and the mask comes off. It's Lucas. 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 Interesting, Lucas. Interesting, interesting. You yeah, apparently so no have con, issues with Allison. Yeah, no con kind of uh, you know apologize for not being able to make it, and and Arya's just like, come on, no. Allison told us we know it was you. Well, now he's like, yo, you were, what are you talking about? You're great, you know. Yeah, and then she's like, you know, the the fact that you threw me around like really hard, like like you're serious, was was great. And, and Arya's just like, we know it was you, no, Allison told us. And he's just like, no, seriously, my brother took the car for a beer run. I've been stuck here all night. And so it's like, well, then uh, who is that attacking Allison? 
Dude, it's not a big deal until Allison freaks out about it a little bit, or she has that kind of just like, huh, look on but her she's, face. She's trying not to give it away, though. And then yeah. she, she gets a text, not the other liars, just her. Yep. And the text says, dying to know who I am, you'll find out. A. Yeah. Which I just fucking loved. So we, we realize that this whole episode is basically the origin of A. Well, it gets even better because then the girls ask, well, who, was, who texted you? Who is and it? Allison, yeah. And Allison says, it's a secret. It's and she looks thing. around, there's five or six people in those doll, like, burlap sack costumes, and uh, the camera pans away as the liars are just kind of confused, but Allison is uh, concerned. And we find yeah. out that uh, A has existed before Allie died, and A was terrorizing Allison, too. Yep. Which is wonderful. I really love that it just explodes the whole uh, kind of mythology of the show. We realize that A, A's been around a while. A was fucking with Allison, too. Allison knew, knew about A. Well, And, and Allison kind of, kept it a secret. Well, it kind of puts to rest, at, at least momentarily, or until the show ever decides to change it, if they, if they decide to change it, the idea that a is secretly Allison, and she's still alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, it's like clear that A is somebody who was, you know, again menacing Allison herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've well, had these, these we've had these questions before about like blah blah blah. A person did A actually kill them? And it's now like as Spencer brought up a few episodes ago, you have to start to ponder: Is it possible that A might have killed Allison? Well, and I love the way Allison plays it, where she she does keep it a secret. She's obviously very concerned, but doesn't want to bring her friends into it. Um, yeah. and you, you really see in this episode how behind her like insane sociopathy, she's actually terrified. She's yeah. a she's a terrified young lady who is is getting harassed constantly. Like, and it's you have to wonder how much of uh, her, her own terribleness to other people is just a defense mechanism. It's like mm-hmm. she's she's lining up people to back her up left and right in this episode. She wants to know who she can trust. She's getting every... She's basically like finding uh, blackmail evidence for everyone to make sure that they stay on her side. Uh, she's doing a lot of her own planning here. This As, is the same girl who uh, may or may not have pu- pushed some other girl down the stairs to her death at a party. Mm-hmm. One point. Um, I'm looking at the picture from the wiki... Uh, and that scene at the costume shop where Allison first met Jenna too, mm-hmm. there's three or four of the burlap sack doll face things hanging on the wall behind Jenna. Yeah, yeah, that you see it everywhere, so you, you have no idea who it could have been. Obviously, we we saw Lucas as one. Uh, oh, the the last thing, it's not really an A tag, but after the uh, after the text message, it just cuts to another person in the doll costume who takes the mask off, but we don't see who it is. So yeah. presumably that is actually A. <sighs> Juicy. What a wonderful episode. One of my favorite episodes of the show. Um, we finally completely start to understand who Allie is. That Allie's a, a much more complex person than we thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was... Uh, this may be the first secret, but first of many. Well, you find out Allison was terrible to her friends, but at the same time like really uh in their corner you know like her her methods are horrible but she's really looking out for them and she's like terrified herself yeah she's really like you said she's really like like rallying together who are her people who could she rely on because mm-hmm. obviously there's a storm brewing 
And uh, maybe it sounds like she's looking forward to it, and maybe she thinks she's adaptable. Well, Allie, she likes to project an attitude that she has everything held together. And, you know, like, she likes a hint to Spencer that, like, she can rig things and whatnot. But at the same time, we see in this episode that, like, no, she doesn't. Like, there's somebody after her. She doesn't know who that someone is. She's very concerned about this. Uh, she's, yeah. she's, a lot of it, a lot of Allie is just an act as a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. And that was the first secret. A wonderful episode. And uh, let's see, I want to take a look at the wiki here, because I know there's a lot of trivia here. Let's see. Oh, uh, so I guess the, the Cherry Chapstick line is a reference to Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl. So that's sure. that's what sure. Allie was referencing there. It's a reference that the I guess the actual intended fan base for the show would get. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, anything else here? Yeah, the the Munster's house was three one three Mockingbird Lang. Mm. Arya dresses up as a witch. Her mother Holly Marie Combs played a witch on Charmed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, in the in interview of some some TV show or some website, uh, Sasha Peteris, uh made told people to make a close notice of the uh, pictures on her wall in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith is reading the Jane's Joyce book in Byron's office. Hmm. Hmm. So this kind of asshole thing that Byron would like suggest to his students. Um. Also, the doll in her box is the same doll that one of the twins fought over in the uh, opening of the episode. So maybe this means something. Maybe it doesn't. But there's a French poem underneath the. Uh, the picture of Allison and Jason and Allison mm-hmm. in her room. The translation is, this is double the laughter and smiles, double and double the trouble if you're blessed with twins. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. So next week, uh, we'll be talking about Through Many Dangers, Toils, and Snares. It's a great title. Oh. Um, and this episode aired on Halloween that at this point, the show's got a new rhythm of it. It airs usually like from like June through mid through July, like to mid August. And then it takes a break till Halloween and then it takes another break till January, which I got to say is a great way to air a show because it never feels like it's too long till the next episode. And they, they air them straight through. There's no like reruns or anything. And so British shows do that when they do like Christmas specials or Mm -hmm. Easter specials. And I kind of love it because on like on Christmas Day, I mean, it works better than almost a Halloween special because on Christmas Day, Christmas Day, you're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Christmas Eve, you're maybe doing something. You're doing whatever, religious stuff or family stuff. But Christmas Day at nighttime, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. It's a great time to like just gather on the TV set for an event, mm-hmm. you know? Back- Hello? Are you still there? Did you accidentally meet yourself? I kind of wish that we had. No, I didn't. I kind of wish that we had this kind of thing where you would have a show go away for a few months and then pop back in and and have an event, you know? We'll just all pretend you said something really fascinating there. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, yeah, next episode, through many dangers, toils, and snares, which is a line from Amazing Grace, S2E14, we shall return. There we go. Talk to you later.